It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Now, Robert, um, the one thing that we want to move to is Hmm. the whole – and by the way, there's DeMar Hamlin news. He is now out of the hospital. He was transferred from a Cincy hospital to a Buffalo hospital on Monday. He's now released and is home, which if you would have said that nine days ago at about 9.30 p.m. when we're watching the NFL really get thrown into neutral, that this guy would be at his home and and – seemingly fine um not many of us would have believed that but we all would have prayed for that we did pray for that and now it's a reality so we're thrilled about that next step is can he resume his career and if so what will that look like and when but Robert one of the things we wanted to talk to you about was um that there seems to be a lot of misinformation disinformation confusion to be quite frankly I think in my case it's confusion I'm trying to figure out what the hell's real and what isn't and when it comes mm. to benefits, what players are are uh, according eligible. to the agreement, what they're eligible for. First of all, tell mm. us the position that you're in, and I ask you to do it because I think it gives you a sense of cachet. You may know this stuff as well as anybody. And then what your takeaway is from the days that followed Hamlin's injury. So how long do I have here? Go, go till you need it, man. <laughs> Just go. Okay, so... First of all, I came in the league in 93. 93 was the first year of the rookie salary cap. It was the first year of free agency. So there had been this big lawsuit that finally was getting settled, part of the uh, Reggie White settlement. And when I was a rookie, we were the first class of rookies that got paid less than the rookies the year before. And I was furious about this. And Gino Toretta got drafted up there. And when the union came in and Gene came in, we were making all this kind of noise. And, you know, how can you guys agree to a deal like this? And, you know, the next year, Steve Jordan, by the way, was the player rep that year. And <clears throat> the next year, I became the assistant player rep. Jack Del Rio became the rep. And our stated reason for doing it was to go out and get Gene Upshaw fired. Because we had heard all these things um, and and faced the reality, in some cases, of having lower salaries than players the year before. And what I found out when I got out uh, to the uh, to the annual meeting for the player reps was that a big reason why we got less as rookies that year is because when the pension was first started in the early seventies. Those players, and a lot of those players would end up on ESPN and a lot of national news um, outlets complaining about the union, complaining about benefits. When they first started the pension, they decided to exclude an entire class of players that had played before 1959. And the reason that they did that is so that they could get higher pensions. So they were claiming that they built the game, but they are the ones that when the pension was first started decided they didn't want those guys included so that they could get higher pensions. So hip, hypocritical is, you know, time. Um, in 1993, Gene and the union decided to add all of those guys. And most of them, well, not most of them, but some of them had passed away, but their spouses were now receiving pensions. And for people that don't understand pensions, they're very expensive to pay to people that are already retirees because you haven't put money away and that money doesn't grow. So where does that money come from? It came out of player salaries. And in particular, it came out of uh, younger player salaries, rookies. So I became a disciple of the union and decided for the rest of my life, I would do whatever I could to help the players. And since 1994, I have served in some capacity, either as a player rep, an assistant player rep, an executive committee member, agent disciplinary committee, but now, uh, most importantly to this conversation, I serve on the NFL Pension and Disability Board. The NFL Pension and Disability Board is not the NFL. 
common misconception. It is what's called a jointly administered Taft-Hartley fund. And that means that the management side and the union have equal representation. And so this board consists of three union appointees, three league appointees, and then some alternates. And we have equal say in these cases and how disability cases are decided. And, you know, gee, nothing but love, man. I, you know, we had a great conversation and I know that, you know, you were taking some information that you had seen in some articles and, you know, we're very rightly upset about uh, some of the things that you had seen, but I want people to know this. Benefits have never gone down. As a matter of fact, they've always gone up. Now, there's a discussion about doing an offset for some players that are on disability, but that are also on Social Security. And these things are negotiations, and, you know, it's common to have offsets like that. They've just never existed with the, uh, with the NFL Pension Disability Board benefits. But the benefits that exist, especially for players that are injured while playing, this active football benefit, this would be a benefit. These are catastrophic type injuries. And thankfully, DeMar will not be in this category. Um, but it's possible that he could be. But if a player is injured while playing the game and is deemed to be totally and permanently disabled within six months to a year of that injury, then they'll be getting a benefit uh, for the rest of their life or until they're deemed not to be totally and permanently disabled uh, in excess in excess of $250,000 a year. Now, Regardless also, of their status in the league, what if they're a rookie? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You don't vest into that. Okay. This uh, this benefit is, this benefit is paid. <coughs> Sorry, my <laughs> got a bit of a cold here. Um, that benefit is paid regardless of the status of the player. So there is that active football, but there's also inactive football, and this is unprecedented in any area of the workforce that I can think of. But any time a player becomes totally and permanently disabled within 15 years of leaving the game whether it's football related, they get totally and permanently disabled riding their bike, um, they're going to be receiving a benefit. Of, uh, in a, a, it's around $150,000. Even if it's non-football related. <laughs> Even if it's non-football related. I, I didn't know that. Yes. Well, but here's the thing. Like, Jay, this, this issue has become so distorted because people love telling the story of player against the big bad NFL. Mm -hmm. But it's not the big bad NFL. It's us. It's players. I had a shouting match with Mike Ditka up at ESPN over this. And this is before the congressional hearing uh, that, that they sensationalized. Because he's fighting for the players. I get it. But so are we. And we're actually in the room. And we have a vote. Now, do all of the players get what they want? Of course not. Like every, but the problem is this is a, this is a selection bias. The only players you hear from are the players that get turned down, and they say, "I was cheated by the system." Well, of course, I mean, of course they're going to say this. You know, the thing that we always say is like, you never want to kick the cane, right? Like there are some players that are truly hurting, uh, but there's a, there's a distinction that has to be made. And we have to follow federal law, and there have to be standards, and they have to be applied consistently. If a doctor deems somebody to be totally and permanently disabled, they're going to get on the benefits. But if they aren't, then we can't just change the rules and put that person on because the precedent has been set. But the Mike, Web Mike Webster case is a perfect example. And when these congressional hearings occurred, people really sensationalized it. Because the story was that Mike Webster was abandoned. He wasn't abandoned. They, um, Gene Upshaw and Mickey Ars Davis, who headed benefits and helped create these benefits, they actively sought out Mike Webster. They, they tried again and again to get him to apply. And, of course, he was having some major issues, and it took a while. He got his application in and was approved within four months. So people that say he was living in his car and he wasn't being taken care of, like he, his life had definitely deteriorated. 
There's no question about it. But he was getting almost $100,000 a year from this very uh, NFL Pension and Disability Board uh, that's been so widely criticized. Now, the issue in Mike Webster's case was, did active football apply for him? And again, that's six, six months to a year after leaving the game. And it was clear he was working for a few years, including working for the Kansas City Chiefs up until about 94, 95, which is about five years after he left the, left the game. This is all public record, by the way. I wouldn't be able to talk about it. But he got doctors to say retroactively, these doctors didn't see him for six years or so after he left the game, to go back and say he was totally and permanently disabled while he was working in the NFL and while he was working for these other companies. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. The NFL Pension and Disability Board disagreed with that, and we've updated the, the rules so that doctors can't opine on situations that it's impossible for them to any, any doctor, any reputable doctor would tell you you can't go back and say what somebody was four or five years ago, especially if you're not going off of contemporaneous records, records that are around that time of evaluations that might say that somebody is totally and permanently disabled. So when you look at the case of Damar Hamlin and so many of these other players, we're trying to help. We're trying to do everything that we can. The reality is some players aren't going to get the benefit. And the reality is, unfortunately, there are, there are a lot of attorneys that are looking for fees with these cases. There was an attorney down in Florida, and thankfully we had a highly ethical player that stepped forward and told us about this. This guy, this attorney, was telling players to go into these examinations and soil themselves oh, wow. so that they would peer not, not to be in, in proper faculty. Like, it's unthinkable, but it's true, okay? This is because these are very valuable benefits. So, <clears throat> go ahead. I, I, yeah, I do um, do have one question um, because I, I do, uh, and thank you for coming on and, and, and putting shade some light on. There's always two sides of a story. So the more information that's out there for the Players Association side as well as the player side is always welcome. Uh, my question is, um, if you are deemed disabled um, by your doctor, say I go to a doctor, my doctor says I'm permanently disabled, um, and I go to Social Security and Social Security says I'm disabled, um, do I still have to go before the board and prove that I am disabled before the NFL board? And who makes the determination as to ultimately who is disabled? Is it Social Security? Is it the uh, the board or is it your doctor? It is now the board doctors. A board doctor has to say that somebody is, <coughs> excuse me, totally and permanently disabled. Now, remember, if Social Security says that you're totally and permanently disabled, you're going to be getting a benefit from them. But if our doctors find that you are as well, then you'll also be on the other benefit. But there may be an offset that hasn't been finalized yet. That's the discussion. But again, we hire these doctors, both sides, and either side can strike these doctors because if there are three votes to remove a doctor, then they can remove that doctor. And this is what happens. If doctors are, are denying too many people, then the union's going to strike them. And if the, if the players are, are being approved, and the league feels that they're being approved too often, they'll get rid of those. But it just doesn't happen that way. These are doctors that we've done a great deal of due diligence on, but now a planned doctor has to say that somebody is totally and permanently disabled to get 
the NFL Pension and Disability Board benefits. Well, hopefully this, con this conversation continues because I do think that there is, there is, you know, this has shed some light on it. I think more than anything, we've become educated. There were some things well, that I and, thought and were just, true that well, weren't, just, and, 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 and vice versa. Well, just a, a couple of other quick things. Like, people have this image in their mind <clears throat> that these players that are disabled, the only ones that get approved, like, can barely move. Like it's just, and it's just not, it's just not the case at all. Not the case at all. And this is why you're not going to hear from a lot of players or maybe any player that'll, that'll come out and thank the NFL pension and disability board and Gene Upshaw and Mickey Yaris Davis for creating this benefit in the first place. They don't want people to know that they're on this benefit. A lot yeah, of I've heard, I've heard like, that from a lot of guys because they're too proud. Yeah, well, they're they're too proud, but they also may be living lives that some people wouldn't deem to be totally and permanently disabled. Oh, I see and what you're can, saying. From and the they fraud can still, standpoint. And they can still go out and work and get, mm -hmm. you know, $30,000 a year uh, from other from other uh, employment. And as far as the league, and, and remember, the league concussion settlement and the NFL Pension and Disability Board are two separate groups. So we're not doing those evaluations. But I have to say, because this discussion has come up, I'm highly skeptical of the race norming issue. Now, race norming in general is talking about lowering the scores for certain ethnic groups based on, based on a, a formula uh, looking at the average scores within a population. But I doubt highly, and we're going to find out about this. Doctors aren't doing evaluations for the concussion settlement by sitting somebody down and having them taking a test and saying, "Okay, well, falls into the range of, uh, you know, above or below average." These are relative scores, and these are relative evaluations of a person's cognitive ability over time, in conjunction with other evidence related to how that person is living, uh, interviews with people that are, are living with them, just has there been this cognitive decline? Now, now I, I do I do have to push back on that a little bit. They did, the, the judge did rule that race norming was a thing. Are, are you saying that the league is going I do. to it appeal that? Thing. It is a thing, and it should be removed. I'm saying that the award of benefits based solely on a test that was race norming isn't going to happen. But yeah, so, so one doesn't necessarily lead to the other. Yes, it's happening, exactly. but no, it's not the deciding factor as to how these benefits are paid. Is exactly. that what you're saying? It's not, okay. it's, not, yeah, it's not a single test of cognitive ability that is scored based on a race norming right. form. But Robert did say he's not involved with that. So No, I know. That's, yeah. that's not his. Yeah. Robert, I, yeah. we, I thank you from... Uh, from all of us for coming on and clearing some of this up and also for bringing your knowledge because I know that you have made this really your life's work. I, I've known you for a very long time. I know you to be very involved in that side of it. And uh, I, I think there is work to be done. I think the players have to stand up for what they want and they have to, they, there has to be solidarity and hopefully we'll get closer to that with this next agreement. Thank you also for your work throughout the season, Robert. You've made our show better. You've always been uh, very Robert. insightful, and we appreciate everything that you've given to us throughout this football season. We'll see you uh, in the offseason as, as news warrants and certainly at the beginning of the 23 season. So, Robert, great work. Appreciate you. Great to see you, Thanks, and Robert. we'll talk soon. Appreciate it, guys. Very Bye good. Bye, guys. There. Uh, just some news that just broke. Uh, Tua is not going to play for Miami. He's out for this week. For the playoff game? It was leaning yeah. that way anyway. Okay. That's yeah. number one. Number two, the Browns had two players. So, the, for the first time ever, the players are picking the all-pro teams, of voting the all-pro teams. Two Browns on there, Petonio and Miles Garrett, no Nick Chubb. And we talked about which last is, week. Which is atrocious. Well, we talked about last week, those accomplishments going on your resume as a Hall of Fame decider. And Josh Jacobs, who won the rushing title, ended up getting the all-pro nod. Yeah. Uh, so how many teams? So all pro is what? Just, just one, one team? One guy. Just one guy. First team, essentially. And you yeah. can get other information like this in overtime. One, right? one second. One second. We do got more breaking news for you okay. all around the okay. NFL. The Jets have relieved uh, offensive coordinator 
uh, Lafleur of his duties as well. So. Okay, Matt Lafleur. I think that no, was probably right on oh, yeah. the wall. His brother, yeah. Matt, Brian, Brian Lafleur. Not sure. Uh, well, yeah, I, I shouldn't even say that. I don't know. Keep it, Zach Wilson. There's a lot of wind blowing on <laughs> other coordinators losing their jobs here in the next couple of days. Yeah, some of them will be very familiar to us. Um, but I don't want to speculate too much beyond that because I think once you hear the news, you're like, yeah, we, we kind of saw that one coming as well. But what we didn't see was coming was these memberships. <laughs> yeah, talk about it. Dollar ninety nine. Uh, we got some new emojis coming. I think we got Jason Lloyd's coming out. We're at one seventy one right now. If we get four new members, we get Happy Jason Lloyd added oh. to the queue of emojis. <laughs> okay. Jason Lloyd is very okay. happy compared to constipated. Yes, yeah, right. Yeah, which he's in constipated form ninety eight and a half percent of the time. And yeah. tomorrow we have Joe Varden coming into studio, who's Jason's boy who I've already challenged to piss off Jason. So just be ready for that. <laughs> I think it's dope because sometimes when y'all see me typing, I'm not just typing to people. I'm in the chat. Yeah. I literally be in there and I see all the emojis. I see the badges. So shout out to you guys. When they say, oh, G. Bush is in here, he must be bored. They throw a bunch of G. Bush emojis. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, $4.99, that's where you want to be. Uh, you get all the overtime content. We do this five days a week. What are we doing today in overtime? I like this today. Yeah, DJ Hazmat. Yeah. DJ yeah. Hazmat is dropping his new single in overtime, and we're going to try to peer pressure them into giving us a brand new single over the whole overview of the season. So that's the great thing about that. And a UCSS song. We're going to try freshman to make it a UCSS song. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That would be dope, too. I know. Man. We're going to try. We're gonna, yeah. Listen, he's a, a busy man. Yeah. That's a lot to ask. I rem- that, that would be big for us to have somebody with his musical cachet. I remember when we were on first take, we had John Legend do a first take song, and then uh, what really Lil, put us Lil over Wayne? the top. Lil Wayne did a couple songs yeah. for yeah. us. But that would, Lil Wayne loved the show. He yeah. and Skipper Boys. Yeah. Which is the funniest relationship and of all It time. might be the oddest relationship <laughs> yeah. that you've ever seen. But um, he did a couple songs for the show, yeah. and they just went nuts viral. And so... I think that would be cool to have DJ do a show for. Uh, we got to throw some, got to throw some Benjamins his way. His way yeah, you know? I mean, we that got takes time. Ca- cash this man out. We yeah. said, talk to Steve. Listen, get him together. I don't know. You give me some lunch money. You know or what something. could happen? Uh, the super chats. We should we should do like a super chat telethon. Right. Like, raise the Benjamins. Is that to DJ B- Before you promise anything that we don't know if we can or cannot <laughs> yeah. do. And I'm saying, McNuggets are not here. Don't take super chats. We know that. We can't take super. Yeah, we'll. uh, We don't know if we can take that money and put it right now. He said, "I like that." He backdoor producer, right? I'll just listen because it all comes to me. And then they ask me, "What did you? What did Jay promise in the show today?" And then I get in trouble for it. You mean someone else is getting that super chat money? I plead the fifth. I will say this, man. I want. I do want to say this. You know what the cool thing about this show is, man is the fact that you know how you watch some shows and they be all Homer. They be all Homer, right? You be like, ah, they're not going to let many opinions get on here. The great thing about having Robert Smith on is Robert Smith gave a, a different perspective than what the narrative is out there. And the great thing about it is he said he dedicated his whole life to the Players Association. Right. So there is some new information and some stuff that you have um, that you can shed some light on and actually be well informed. When you get new information in life, you can take two things and do. You can either dismiss it out of hand, which is not the right thing to do, or you can take that information, continue to do your research, and say, okay, well, let me take this and add this, and you get a, a complete picture. I did the, the thing that I really liked about what Robert said is there are some ways in which a person can qualify for a one-time payment if they are completely disabled. Yes. So I think that's a. Well, I didn't know even his point about. You didn't have to be fully vested. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be a rookie playing in his first game. If he's personally, dis- uh, if he's uh, uh, permanently disabled on the field, he's two hundred and fifty thousand dollar annual salary and I, for and, life. And, and I think he. Call, and, and here's the thing: I always tell people, always do your own research. Don't just listen to what I'm saying. Don't listen to what Robert said. Do your own research. Cat, he said catastrophic. Um, catastrophic injury. Catastrophic yeah. injury. Now I don't know what the language around catastrophic yeah. injury is. How do you? And remember, he's just talking about the pensions. Yes. Some of the other things you were complaining about are not beyond. Yeah. Which yes. I think. Yes. Well, that's the yeah. point. I yeah. think two things can be true yeah. that are in competition with one another at the same time. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think the, the information that I didn't know is that it's not the NFL. Like so yeah, often, the players have equal say in the pension. 
And that's honestly, I, that's I, the way it should I, be. I still think that the, the owners don't give a rat's ass about the players. They don't. But it was good to get that. The important information from Robert was the players or former players have equal say in who gets approved for pension and, as the owners. And, and that's now, not I, owners now I will say, and the reason you say, well, you didn't ask him any questions. I wanted, I wanted him to be able to get what he wanted to get out, right? I, I that's out. why we gave him the floor and yeah, let yeah, him go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. so, but I do, I, I do, I still will say it is kind of precarious the way the league operates that you do have to go before a board. We've seen the way they operate with Sue L. Robinson. You had to go before. Well, supposedly it's split of NFLPA doctors right. and NFL doctors. Yes, yes. So you've got to come to a consensus somewhere. La- last point before we do uh, true and false, but. Gee, I think your point's right, and the way you saw NFL current players react yes. is telling. Yeah. Yes, and that, it and is. Whether or not, like Jay said, two things can be true at the same time. What Robert's saying and what you're saying are not exactly linear. Mm-hmm. They're on the same conversation. But the way you saw current NFL players react makes me feel that despite whatever else I've heard, there is a lot, a lot of truth to the overall point you were making. And right. what Robert would say, and the league doesn't give a crap what, about the players. What Robert and other retired team reps have told yeah. me is, because I asked him about that very point, I said, Jay Feely and I had a conversation about this too. And the one thing I wanted both of them to explain to me is why are the current players co-signing everything G said? And they both kind of chuckled and said, because they're current players. And I hate to say this, but the vast majority of of the vast majority of them are either under-informed or misinformed. Well, they and were that's current, on them. There were former players that and that's I mean, why and that's, Bryant, that's why they followed. Quell and Pollard because I want to hear from them. Both guys out yeah. of the league. Both guys have experience. And Dequell said DeQuell he was a player. Rep. player I, rep. I, so I also think a lot of the former players are talking bigger picture. And Robert was talking specifically pension. I, I think yeah. that's a big difference. Yeah, that is a distinction yeah, for yeah. sure. One Let's other thing it. not related to this. Leroy said he loves the idea of Brian Flores. Yes, he did. Yes. So yet another guy yeah. that wants us to. Well, one thing that is related to this, and Jay, yeah. I can uh, confirm this. Two things is true. Anthony worked his ass off on this true or false, <laughs> and McNuggets has no idea what it is. I have okay. no idea. Are you okay. sure about that? Okay. No, okay. Allegedly. I, I, hey. They wouldn't even show me the – I couldn't get in the rundown. Okay, good. Right. Right. So, so we have integrity. All right. Yes. You're right. Integrity is in place. I, I lost last week. If, if last he wins, if there might be questions. He's automatically cheated. time. Not the Tigers won last time. No, you both. won. Oh, yeah. did? Okay. I beat G in the title. Yes, you beat G in the title. By the way, I'm the, I'm, I have the, I have the, I have the most runner-ups of all time. I'm you Jay are. Mariotti. You're like the Bills. <laughs> Jay Mariotti, that's right. <laughs> or I thought you were the Jim Kelly Young Bills. Marvin Lewis <laughs> of his time. Or Marvin yeah, Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. You can't too. be the Bills because you have one. Yeah. I have one. That's true. Yeah, I'm not Marvin You're like John Stockton. Who we got? All right, the subject today is Ricky Rubio. Ooh, Ricky Rubio. This is kind of... That's random. Dang. You know, this is my wife's favorite player. Why? I, I don't know. She's never, like she's how never seen she, play. But she probably like that Latin thing, you know. She's like Filipina. Oh. She's like his skin Does is dark, but not as dark as mine. All right. Did you hear what, what, you say? Hear what he asked? What he say? She be smiling when he come on his uh, come on the TV. Oh man, she be doing all kind of extra. She's like, is that a Rubio? I said, stop rolling your tongue when you say his name around me like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's Rubio, it's Rubio, not Rubio. Rubio? Yeah. Is that Ricky Question Rubio? You're crazy, man. All right, here Ricky we go. Rubio was the first player born in the 1990s to be drafted in the NBA. This got to be, this is too false. I decided I'm going to start speaking out loud to try to throw people off. This is false, by the way. I. What you think, Bull? Don't be listening. True. It is true. False. Do-do-do-do-do. McNuggets, is this your opportunity for your first win? It is. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I came in second with McLaurin. Uh, last oh, what's time. happening here? We got an answer? Do we, we have an, an answer? answer? <laughs> All right. Let's go, Steve. <laughs> We're awfully quiet. Oh! How you, man? Yeah, no, I knew that one was true. I've heard that before. Well, well, he, I remember he, he was uh, extremely young when he got drafted. Well, he was drafted the same year as Steph, so 2007, which means... He was 18. He was just barely yeah. Just Oh, damn it. Steph I'm, was I, probably born in 89. Sorry, kiddo. Steph. Steph All right, next question. Dang. I'll come back. Ricky Rubio was the youngest player to debut in the Spanish ACB League at 14 years and 11 months. 
This is definitely true. Yeah, this is definitely, definitely true. true. This is definitely true. This is true. I was going to say Luca was playing boom, 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 that. It's got to be false. It's a, it's a bad job out of you guys true. If, it's, if it's true. We got three truths true. and yeah. one false. It, 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 it is true. And I, thought, is true. and I thought Luca was the, the youngest because he was like 12 or but something. But Luca didn't play in the same league. Oh. Let's see what see, it do. You, it's true, though. You but basketball nerds. Now, let me explain why that's a bad job by these guys. I'm right back. By the way, I'm ask two questions in a row about the youngest set. Essentially the same question. Well, who, the says, same answer. who says we can't do that? Is that, in the, is that in the charter? I think it's more. Is that in the is, is that in the collective bargaining? I don't I'm remember. Seeing the Articles of the Confederation? Earl and Anthony both get one demerit for that. The Demore Smith of true and false. <laughs> they could have been throwing you off the trail. I don't so wait, like that. we're the only ones with two and oh? No. no you're, you're you two and oh. We're all one and one. Yeah. Oh, oh, you missed the first one. I missed That's the right. first one. Pressure's on. Can Let I them know again, Jay. Can I close? Well, we all know the answer to that's no. Question number three. Ricky Rubio was named FIBA Europe Men's Player of the Year Award Jesus. five times. Five times. FIBA. Come on, man. Ain't nobody this done is, I know the answer to this one, and that's, that's a good question. Y'all trick you with that one. And by the way, the only, only, only person that won anything six times is Jordan or something, That was bro. five. Yeah. False. Come on, man. It's false across the board. We got falses across the board. Steve, what is it? Falsified records. I got that perfect game going. So Jay's up by one on all three of us. Yes. You know, this is the quietest true or false we've ever had. You know why? People locked in. Tyvis in here. Yeah, right? Should should I channel my inner Tyvis? No. Challenge, challenge, channel your inner Tyvis. All right. Uh, you're now the greatest at everything you've ever tried to do. <laughs> and even some things you haven't tried to I do. I once texted Mike, he's Tyvis without the talent. <laughs> I, I was very, I was very offended by that. Yeah, you should be. You I should was very been. offended by that. that. I do remember that. I was on that text thread. That's yeah. devastating. He was just, right, he, he's just mad because he knows I would lock up Wayne Corbett. Just before his ACL <laughs> injury, Rubio recorded his 6,000 career assists. 6,000 was a lot of assists. I don't remember. And I don't remember him saying nothing about I that. I don't either. Nope. I, I no. Think, I think I would have heard about that. Nope. Hold on. I just don't remember. I mean, we would have okay. heard about it because Probably. I think it would have happened here in Cleveland. Nope. True. Go Bucks. Go Giannis. True. <laughs> we got two truths. We got two false. Yeah. <laughs> All right, the graphic is uh, blank. The answer to that is false. Why? Yeah, 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 yeah. If there's no graphic, does it count? No. Oh, it yes. counts. No, if yes. no oh, it counts. No, there's no graphic. No, it definitely counts. No, there's no graphic. There's no proof. We had a hit off with number was 5,000. No, they just, so, they just so, got so to put it in. Do you have false? I have nah, false. Now, nah, listen, so yeah. now I'm in I, second place again. We would have remembered again. that. It would have happened three. here. I know. I just did yeah, What was the actual number? 5,043. Yeah, just six, barely over 5,000. 6,000 6, a, a lot of assists. That's a lot of assists. Okay, You're so. You're not letting one graphic hold us back. Anymore. I got four. I got three. And we got two. Two. Okay. Yeah. I'm right in second where mm. I should be. All right, next question. Yeah. Ricky Rubio refuses to ever wear Adidas shoes, especially when playing. He well, looks like an Adidas. Ever indeed. and especially are interesting there. Ever. Oh, we're talking about Adidas? We're talking about uh, like Adidas shoes. Yeah, it was lowercase though. I don't know. We gotta get the, the grammar right here. Come on, man. Get you backdoor producing again. Alright, listen, I'm Tyvis. I'm doing what Tyvis would do. Man, I don't even know if they got Adidas shoes. Especially out. when playing? Well he no, he was a weird way. Yeah, that's what's throwing yeah. me off. Yeah. Ever would include ever. Yeah. I mean, if, if you say I never do this, but so especially if, if when we I, find one picture of him in Adidas online. Nah, I like I like him. He look like he wear Adidas Sambas. You know what the Sambas is. I don't think so. I just made a last second change. Oh, you did? I went with true. I was false the whole way. Yes, I'm, I'm going, going false. I'm going Alright, we got false. three truths and a false. Oh, you're true, so I can't Steve, be whenever you ready. I can't be caught then. Oh, Damn. why did I switch? Damn. Why did I switch? They want my perfect game. Always go with your first you're, two. You're up one on me and G now. You're yeah. one on me and G. And no. two on both. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, you're right. Yeah. How many questions left? Two. I think three. All right, we got we got three, three questions left. Yeah, you're four, four uh, and one. Updated where we three, are. Two. Four, three, 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 two. I can four, be three, caught. Three, two. All right. Jay can be caught. That is Ooh, that that is confirmed. All of which played. Next question. Rubio has three brothers, all of which has played professional basketball. Can I call my wife? <laughs> Babe. Can did, he use a phone a friend? <laughs> phone a friend? 
Hey, hey, you know Rubio's situation? Yeah, yeah. All right. Hey, if she knows all that, you're in trouble. Yeah, man. Hey, listen, I, I, don't make me have to. I'll, have, I'll, I'll divorce you and get half your money. <laughs> <laughs> hey, alimony. G. Bush out here winning. Yeah, man. Carter messing with Rick I want, Rubio. I want to change my answer. I want, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with myself now. Uh, That's what I just did. The I know. And, 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 and now I'm in go my head your, Go with your guy. My, my wife says false. I said true. True. Three trues and a false. Steve, who we got? Damn that shit. Dang. Dang. You know what? I, you, I, I wanted to change it. G. Bush, you just tied me. I, I, I no, know. No, 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 no. G. Bush, the, it's, it's four. I, four. Oh, no, he was. What, I had three. That's just a yeah, score. Yeah, so four, 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 three, three two. and two. Okay. Now, I, knew I, I knew I should have changed four, that. Four, I knew three, I should have changed that. All right. I'm changing a lot. I knew I should have changed that. Two to go. All right. Next question. Let's go. Ricky Rubio helped FC Barcelona win the Europe League Championship in 2010. See, this is See, cheating. Y'all, y'all sneaky with that one. Y'all sneaky this with this one. This is cheating because there's too many leagues y'all over there. With this it's a hundred leagues over there, bro. Stop saying things, McNuggets. Look, look, see, look, that talking conversation is I, getting I, 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 just, I just talked myself into this. Stop messing around, <laughs> I just talked myself into this. All right, here we go. True. What False. You, what you didn't know is I put a trap card face down. The Millennium Peace has told me that it is false, Merrick. You got two truths and two <laughs> false. This, this I would just say this. This right here will have a major impact on the last question. Steve, take it when you're ready. Oh! 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 Wasn't he in the Five, four. That's true. Wasn't he in the NBA in 2010? Three, three. I thought he tore his ACL during that time. He, he was, was out that time of year. He was in the NBA. No, it was five, four, three, three. Right? He didn't start playing in the NBA. Yeah, he got two left or one. Son of a buckskin rug. So you and uh, I are out. We're out. You, uh, yeah. You know, so funny, if you, if you get this right, you can time. I know. <laughs> yeah, I changed my answer to the wrong one, and yeah, the one I didn't want to change, I didn't change. That was I should have played. How y'all feel going into the final great. court? Anthony, I, I feel like I got this thing. An- the title, you the belt is within again. reach. Anthony, I, I should have played my dark magician that last one. <laughs> you played the blue eyed dragon. Well, blue eyes. I, I have another blue eyes in my dragon. Dragon. Final question. Thank you. All right. Back in the day. <laughs> what cards? Ricky Rubio is the first player to score 51 points in a FIBA junior tournament Man, since We've learned more about FIBA than we've ever wanted to know here. Yeah, that's why these are A lot so of FIBA tough. action. Yeah, this is, they went to Europe for this mm. one. Rubio is the first player to score 51 points since 2001. Did it say? Yeah. Like that's gonna make like I <laughs> like I would know what happened before. Well, you have Dark Emotion. Yeah, my, in my, my pre-2001 FIBA knowledge is <laughs> slim. Yeah. What do you have after from? 2001? I feel like I know it top to bottom. But pre. All right, Earl Duke of these, Earl. These are the throw, me and Bull are the throwaways. I went false. True. true. So false. someone's gonna finish in last. Oh, I. Did you win? I, I got the belt. Oh, uh, J1. Son of a buckskin rug. true. It's true. I yeah, ended up true. in a tie for second with G. And it's because J1. G and I had the same answer. That last place finishes for Tyvis. I wanted to do it in his honor. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you finished in dead last. I just, oh, I just like the fantasy football. I did it for Tyvis. I did it for Tyvis. Oh, I did it for Tyvis. You came in, man. You came out strong. Yeah. Stumbled down the stretch. How do you feel about your victory? I feel great. I would feel a lot better about it if Tyvis had been here because I take special uh, joy in beating Tyvis and all that I do. But uh, it doesn't diminish. It doesn't take anything away from this. Uh, it feels good to have that belt back in my possession. Hey, so. somebody need to ask me about my runner-up again. <laughs> I'm Phil Mickelson. Come on. I do got a question for you all. <laughs> What's up, bro? So Donovan Mitchell dropped 45 points in his return to Salt Lake City yesterday, uh, but Jordan Clarkson came in with like 15 of his 32 in the fourth, and the Cavs ended up losing. And some huge threes. <laughs> are the Cavs having issues closing out games? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely are, and that's fair. That's a great question, Earl, but I, I just don't think how you can – I don't see how – now, they've also pulled some victories from the jaws of defeat. But there's too many games of their now 16 losses yeah. that they were in position to win with two minutes to go, and they did not. They was up like seven, wasn't they? They were up yeah. seven, then Utah went on a 13-0 run. Their biggest issue in games, they don't have a stopper. They do not have one guy you could put out there on a perimeter On score. the perimeter. Yeah, on I mean, the perimeter for score. sure. Now, Mitchell at times can do that, but like last night they couldn't ask him to focus his energy defensively because he was literally carrying the yeah. offense. Yeah. And Karis LeVert, I know he's low-hanging fruit. Oh, he's a target, geez. but in that small forward position, the Cavs need a 3-and-D guy, and 
Lavert is yeah, the streakiest three-point shooter on the team. He is. And, they, and he plays no D. Clarkson cooked him last night. And granted, we watched the highlights this morning. I watched the game last night. We watched highlights this Some morning. Some of those threes were wide open. They were wide open. It's tough to guard dudes in the NBA today. Like, elite offense is going to beat good defense. But he's got to make it tougher. And if he's going to continue to be a streaky shooter and play that caliber of defense down the stretch when they isolated him individually time after time after time, he can't play in the clutch. He just can't well, be on the Clarkson court. Well, Clarkson said after the game, I yeah. saw how they were defending me. And I knew well, how to attack him, and to that's use. what they saw. At some well, point, I don't I think know that he's on the roster but, right now. That's yeah. my point. They don't have that answer, which is why time I after mean, time after time. the best defender, but he was sick. Uh, yeah. Losing Jared Allen. Jared Allen, 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 Allen uh, they, me, Because when, they got when, killed on the glass. When he went out, he was sick. and He played seven minutes. As soon as he went out, I thought, uh-oh, we're going to need him down the stretch. Yeah. I and think he they wasn't got out rebounded by 20. That, that was ridiculous. Yeah. It's so, That's effort. It's so crazy that you need play. two rim protectors. That's true. It, it's so crazy that you got to have, because I thought Mobley played, I mean, he had four or five blocks. He, yeah. And, and he erased a lot of it. This season is going to come down to two things. And I, Darius Garland is another one on the perimeter who he defensively, he's just small. It is what it is. Yeah. Also, down the stretch, he turns the ball over. I know man. he does. He and so and he's been known to take bad shots in big in big situations. And it's like you, it's like you, you, you will, will deal with it because he, he's the primary ball handler and he's a younger player. But I think what you're seeing now is I feel completely much better if if Mitchell has the ball in the fourth yeah. quarter because I know. I can get a good shot. I know I'm going. I'm not going to have a ball on the ground and somebody. And they do a lot of trapping him. Like the the, the book is out on Garland. Well, where, you know why they do? Yeah, he's little. He's little. He's small, and they know that he's prone to turn it over yeah. in that situation. I think also he's still got to remember how young the team is, and the fact that Garland and Mitchell are still learning yeah. to play together. They haven't played together that much. Yeah. You know, I I don't. Know. I think it's I, a problem that Mitchell has become. Not, I don't know that he's become last week or so. I don't like the volume scorer. Uh, he shot he over fifty like, percent yesterday. Though. I know, but he, he, took he like did it on shots. he did it on forty seven shots. That's that's too much volume shooting. He you shot know? over fifty. I mean, fifty percent. I'll take fifty yeah. percent. And, and he, how I many threes he hit? Six for what? Six. Uh, he wasn't great from three. I think it was six of seventeen. Yeah, which was yeah. a little concerned. Two of those were late shots. Yeah. To me, when I think of this volume shooting. In Jordan's early years, he was, you know, putting up huge individual numbers, but they weren't winning. We saw LeBron go through that here. Now, he had to because there was nobody else. Yeah. But this team, I don't think he has to do that. Don't you think the only the negative to me of the volume shooting, even though he shot it at a good percentage, is that it doesn't allow some other guys to get into rhythm. No, no, that's my right? point, exactly. I, mean, I don't care if he made 50%. What I care about is that meant four other guys were standing around watching him for yeah, way I, too long. I believe I believe that the only way this works out in in is it's Evan Mobley, right? There are times when you look at Evan Mobley, he doesn't have a go-to move. Like nope. he doesn't have a pet, he doesn't have a jump hook that's money. He he's not extra physical where he can just <laughs> drop step and finish at the rim. Most of his his points come from lobs rim running and things like that and so there's not so so it he needs for, to be able to create more. for him to for them to be where they want to go that he got to mm-hmm. be scoring 20 a night and especially when Jared Allen is out and say for instance uh, Darius Garland is not having a great shooting night he has to understand that and become more involved to say okay well I need to be on these boards well I need to be crashing a little more put, put my energy up yesterday it's hard to, it's hard to blame him because he put a he expels a lot of energy defensively erasing guys getting beat on pick and rolls but for the for the Cavs to be a top-notch seed they need him to be a guy where people have to account for well you made two good points at that G with Allen and Mobley down low they erase a lot of the other defensive issues with the Cavs. But the reality of the, the fact is, Darius Garland's a subpar defender. Mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell can defend when he wants, but last year in the postseason he got torched, and that yeah. was part of the issue. And they're not getting any defense from the three positions. So they're three perimeter guys, Swiss cheese. And right. they funnel it down to Allen and And what is, this, what is the league today? A it's perimeter-oriented It's a three-point And back to your point. That's going to kill him in the playoffs. It with will Mobley, kill him in the playoffs. And why I agree, and Jason said it, and I've been saying it the whole time, Mobley has to become a bigger factor on this team. You go back to the last 20 championship teams. Steph Curry last year is the only guard, perimeter guard, to be the best player on a championship team. And he could argue Durant, whatever. Yeah, but they seven and foot. S- and Steph Curry is a top 15 player of all time. 
Donovan Mitchell in the NBA today is a top 15 player in today's NBA. Yeah, Not we're talking time, sure. All-time great yeah. versus very, very good NBA player today. Mobley has to be, if not 1A, 1B to Mitchell, and that makes Garland the B or C option in this hierarchy for the Cavs to reach the pinnacle, which we all hope this team can get to. But it's not going to happen unless Mobley gets more aggressive and they find way to, ways to utilize him more within this offense as opposed to letting I'm Garland disappointed. and Mitchell just go one-on-one iso pick yeah, and roll. Yeah. I'm disappointed that he didn't add that one or two inside moves yeah. because usually for big men, as we've seen them progress, they come in the league – they dominated in college. They didn't need those moves. He didn't dominate in college, though. I, no, no, I know. But what I'm saying yeah. is, traditionally, mm-hmm. big men, when they come in, they're not equipped to dominate at the NBA level yeah. because they're physically not as imposing as they were in college. Yeah. So they come in with size but not a whole lot of skill. I thought his footwork is probably about as, as it was last year. I thought, because we've heard so much about his drive, I thought he was going to go into the lab in the offseason and add two moves, two go-to moves that you can't just add one because if you add one, they know what's coming. Add two. I've heard big men talk about their progression and how they became superstars at the next level was they keep adding that one or two moves every offseason. Build that repertoire and I just, I don't don't think he did it. And he's 19, he just turned 20. He's still so, so young that I'm not writing him off by any means, but it is, to your point, it is a tad bit concerning, and maybe it's just we haven't seen it because Mitchell and Garland are still figuring out how's this offense going to work when we're all together. But right. it is a tad bit concerning. We haven't seen even that 5% offensive progress that we had hoped to see from Mobile. I, I watched him last year, this mm-hmm. year. Do you think Mitchell is stagnating that growth a little? It, yeah. Now there's two ball dominant There's two scores. guys, and they should yeah. be taking the majority sure. of the shots. So it's just hard for Mobile to find thing. a place to showcase. trying to balance winning yeah. and developing it, at the same yeah. time. It's, it's like when – when I look at dominant big men, even even in yesteryear, right, there's one thing that they all have, right? And, and I think the league has gone away from this, right? So when you look at Patrick Ewing, Patrick Ewing is money at the elbow. Tim Duncan, money at the elbow. David Robinson, money. Kim Olajuwon, anything under the free throw line. Carl Malone made a living shooting that 15 Kareem, or 17. Robert Parrish. All, those guys hit that shot. They not going to shoot threes, but that they know that's money. He, and that, 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 that makes the defense come out and guard that. You and, and you got Jared Allen, who's going to finish everything on the rim. I think his place should be the high post at all times. Oh, wow. He should be able to get that at the high post to play high low. Mobley? Mobley, at all times. And then now y'all can lob. If and he let can Allen work, clean up at the rim. If he can work too, man. See, if you can li- alleviate Darius Garland from having to run that, you can run that with just Mobley because they're two seven-footers and you get a little touch. I That's like should, that. He should be but operating. It, it, then it clogs the lane, though, when you got two bigs in the paint for what right. Mitchell does best and what Garland does best, which is space, have open lanes. Yeah, and, and, it's, just, it's, counterprodu- it's not counterproductive. I'm not saying it can't work. But like both said, they've played, what, 42 games now? Right. This and they haven't played together yeah, so that the, many. This whole team's played 42 games half a season. Garland's missed time. Mitchell's yeah. missed a few games. But we, it's going it, it's gonna to all fall into place when the time comes. But here's the thing. Like, the reality of the situation is – they don't have the assets to trade for a significant upgrade at the three. No, they don't. They don't. This team, as as good as this team is, as fun as they can be to watch at times, there's no way they're winning a championship. No, they're flawed, right? They they can't win a championship. Not, not this year. No, no. They're, they're, no. They're, they're a flawed team. Yeah. And here's I, I talked to Jason. And they don't look. You know what the you know what the what's the names? Do you know what the Cavs unexpectedly ran across last year? They just made uh, Lori Marketing a three. You you know you know people say it's, yeah. it's what he did over the offseason and he played well and unlocked him. No, I listen when you play. I played three in high school. Our our four and five men was like six seven and six eight. That's a big high school team. Yeah, it's Jeez. big. Like and I'm 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 six four six five playing in three. Right when you go from being like okay I'm just a guy down low to now you got to work on running people off screens and they running you off baseline cuts and you got it. You got to handle the ball. Like if they trapping, it gives you that level of confidence. That it's like, Oh, okay. I could do this. This is, and you see Lori marketing, Lori marketing will take the ball from start to finish. He finishes in the lane. He shoots. That's that confidence level. Yeah. They might not be able to get a three, but if you could turn Mobley into a three, you'd have solved a whole lot of stuff. Because you can find a, a, a stretch four. You can find a guy that can only shoot threes. 
But if you could turn well, Mobley, three is to, the missing link. If, right if now. you take, if you he can, because here's the thing: I watched him switch. The thing the Cavs do a really great job. If you switch Mobley, or uh, or, or uh, what's Allen. it, Allen? They both they, both they the don't yeah. get beat. Yeah, they do not. They recover. Yeah. They can hedge. They get back. They got good feet. Guards don't even beat them off, and they still long enough to contest if you do a step back. So if they can go that route, I don't know if he has the the requisite offense to be out there yet because he can't. He doesn't. He not only he, he can only take one or two dribbles either left or right before they cut him off. He needs to work on being able to get the ball on the ground and get all the way to the basket. But maybe that's the the fix because they're they are one three away from legitimately being for, contenders for all the talk about wanting to win one without LeBron. I'm still thinking about LeBron and he, oh, yeah. he is the I am perfect too. fit on this roster. Too. He's literally <laughs> so the perfect question. Fit. You add Shoot. him to this team. This team can't win a championship as is. We no. can pretend they can, but they can't. Come they on. can win the first. I, I got him going first round, but I, that's only if they can get at the home court, right? If they're the five seed, like, are they beating Philly or Milwaukee or Brooklyn or Boston? No, no, I, they could. I, they could, but, like, but it, in the playoffs, I don't think they are. Those teams are all veteran I playoff mean, teams. If Brooklyn is without one of their two superstars, yeah, well, that's a different and that's story. likely <laughs> yeah. the way they roll. Uh, what do you got, Earl? So it seems like, and it sounds like all of you are not really satisfied with the offensive uh, progression of Evan Mobley. What about the other side of the ball? What about the defensive side? Oh, he's a star. I, I thought he was great to begin with. He's a star. With. I yeah. mean, I, I, but when you look at him, I thought there was a lot of room to improve offensively, and I expected to see some growth this year offensively, but I haven't. But, yeah, defensively, no. I was happy with him last year, and but, I'm happy right. with him now. But, again, as we said, not all his fault because he's just not getting the ball that yeah. much. Sure. And I don't know that he's going to – moving forward, they're not going to switch their offense yeah. to run it through him. If, if you got – think about it. You got – for all defensive team, you got two guys – that I think could legitimately be all NBA defensive team. Allen Mobley, absolutely. Allen Mobley, and, and this and, and and Mobley, and Mobley can get. I mean, he can just keep going higher because, like I said, if you switch in the pick and roll, you know, with some of these smaller guards, he's not giving much back right now. He's just sense of where it's at. If if the if the Cavs wanted to be a superb defensive team, yeah. and they went out and found a lockdown three position. The Cavs could win in an alternative way, which is yeah. you can't score. Yeah. I, By the way, uh, Steve mentions a good point that, uh, that we expected uh, Donovan Mitchell to get booed. He didn't get booed at all. No, no in got, fact, he got a rousing ovation. Rousing ovation. Yeah. They gave him a nice video, video tribute. And everything. And, it, well, I think I think a big part of that was, again, we talked about it yesterday and joked, you know, if, a, if there's no one in a, in a forest to hear a tree fall, does it make a sound? The, the story with, with his... I thought pretty inflammatory quotes just didn't gain any traction, and None. I don't know why. Yeah, I can't figure out why. I, this is this is viral stuff, right? I don't know why certain news stories hit and some don't. That would be here's the thing. That a couple years ago, was it because it's Salt Lake City and just no one gives a rat's ass about them? I think I think I think race issues, um, race issues during the pandemic just burned everybody out, like. Race. Yeah, but imagine if when a player says something about race in Boston, we lose it, our damn minds. Yes. But Bo and Boston I mean, I has a history and a reputation. So does Salt Lake. And I was saying, but so does Salt Lake. But Salt Lake yeah. isn't Boston. Yeah. So I wonder if that was what left it on and the he, and cutting he's such room a, floor. He's a, well, he's such a nice He's, he's a likable dude. He's well-spoken. He doesn't say anything controversial. Yeah. That's why, to me, this was such a big story. He's well-spoken. Um, he, he, he said he hated guac in our interview, and that kind of went – not mini viral, but now every time guacamole gets Guac's put online. Guac's disgusting. Yeah, Guac's like delicious. Love guac. Um, Gross. Well, everyone tags Donovan Mitchell. You're Anything not a guac guy? Guac goes online. Mm -hmm. Wow, really? Yeah, Guac's delicious. Mm -hmm. I love it. You're crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Some people just eat it. I don't, some people just be I don't like hummus or that. No, nah, I'm man, not a hummus, hummus guy. Man, I don't like hummus, is, hummus either. Hummus. You don't like, like hummus either? I don't like hummus. As a Jew? Jew to Jew, you don't like hummus? <laughs> Why is that a Jewish thing? My mom always been hummus. It's a yeah. Middle Eastern. Okay. It's a Middle Eastern food. That's not a hummus uh, guy. Yeah, I just. No, I don't nah. care where it comes from. I just it don't like the like, flavor. It, it does looks look like diarrhea. It looks disgusting. I mean, it's gross. <laughs> but it tastes it looks good. like baby food. And I don't yeah. like people that eat guacamole or hummus just with a spoon. That ain't no, ice cream. No, that's, that's, oh, no, that's it's got to be yeah, on yeah. some crackers. Like, that's yeah. nasty, bro. Like, bagel, bagel chips with hummus are the best. 
everything, yeah, everything I, bagel chips. Man, I, I like, like bagel chips with cream cheese. I like. Reg- I do. I, I do too. I like I regular don't like chips. Cream <laughs> Wait a second. You don't like cream I don't cheese? Like cream cheese no. I've never met anyone that like. Yeah, cream. I'm not gonna like, do no cream cheese either. I don't like wow. peanut butter, which is also very unusual. That's 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 outrageous. To but me. that's. I bet you there's more people. Well, that's that inappropriate. Yeah. It is inappropriate. <laughs> but I bet there's more people that don't eat peanut butter than don't eat cream cheese. No way. Well, there's no, a peanut, peanut allergy. Is a staple. Peanut yeah, butter. But peanut butter. You, you can have allergies. To yeah, peanuts. you can. Oh, allergies. oh, well, yeah. yeah, maybe because of that. Who I doesn't eat? I never heard of anybody. But not you could be cheese. lactose intolerant for cream yeah. cheese. That's true. I like butter yeah. on my bagels. These people and their food allergies. I don't have a single food allergy. No, I don't have any food allergies. Oh, by the way, I do. It's shrimp. He has everything, right? I got everything. Oh yeah, you said that one. All shelf. So I do have an EpiPen. So like. Really? You keep it with you? No, not all the time. How much did it cost? Eight zillion dollars? Y'all gonna have to watch me die. <laughs> yeah. Jim <laughs> Bush keeps his EpiPen by his phone. <laughs> yeah, right. So in 48 yeah. hours, he would have recessed. So every, every 24 hours, he looks at it. My <laughs> wife, my wife does have one. I but feel I bad for people that can't eat shellfish. Shellfish. I do is too. Do you know? So I don't you eat, eat fish, food. right? Yeah. That's zero. Which is crazy. crazy. Zero. I that's mean, actually worse than peanut theory. butter. I mean, perch, salmon, nothing. Not shellfish. Nothing. So have you tried it? And it was just like no, no. It's I, the smell for me. It, it, I can't smell. It smells horrible. And I will, I will give you this. Like, I don't like creatures like that, man. <laughs> like, I don't like. It is kind of creepy. Like, like, no, it's have not. you ever seen River Monsters? Yeah, I love that show. Listen, I, I can't do it. You don't like, eat any fish at all, either. No, I, I was. Hey, do anybody remember Iowa Test? Iowa, Iowa test. test. Like, they, like, it's Iowasta? like standard. No, there was Iowa test. In the chat, if you remember Iowa test, please put it one in the, the chat. Uh, Iowa test was like a standardized test you used to take in school. Oh, yeah, I do remember the Iowa test. Yes, yes, and, and, yes. and everybody took them, right? And so I remember one time they were talking. I haven't heard that mentioned in years, though. They, they used to have these. Was it the presidential fitness test? I no, know, no, it was, no, a, it was book. a standardized Standard test. test. Everybody oh. took it. Yeah. And I'm so there was a that. question that said, you know, about the depths of the oceans, right? And it was like the first time I ever heard that, like, the ocean is is more uh, undiscovered than the surface of the moon. Yes. And so they were like, yeah, as you go deeper, there's creatures that get larger, got gigantic. That we've never happened. seen. Right. That yeah. never happened. So Think I... Think how good giant calamari would be? No. Oh, oh. stop it. Stop it. Oh, that's disgusting. I, I went home... Calamari is, is inappropriate. I went home... Fried calamari has no smell. I went oh. to... No, so good. Hold on. I went to the house and I searched... Gigantic creatures, and I, I hope like, that came up. PG. Bro, listen, I listen. I almost died. I almost passed <laughs> oh out. Oh my god, Jay, you don't know what you're missing. With I've some had of the ever, so many people have told me that, but I, I've and never tried it. Like you live in New York and Jersey. You take for so long. like you're so health conscious and seafood. I am. So good I know. The you. one thing that I hate about my diet is that I don't like seafood. Yeah. Because it's so it's very it's healthy. Great for you. It's great for you. You don't eat tuna. Either. You don't eat nothing, bro. If here's my rule: if it tuna? can live under the water, yeah, I don't, like I don't eat. It. You know, it's one of my favorite foods. I don't eat a lot of healthy stuff, but one of my one of my favorite foods is actually one of the healthiest possible things. Can you can I guess? Eat. Yes. You like tuna in a can, don't you? No, sardines in a can. Oh, sardines are one of the healthiest foods. Are on they the really? Planet. Wow. Because small fish don't have as much mercury and that the, the few negative things. I didn't know that. Fish. There is there is there is multiple rules in my home yeah. about what my wife can cook because she cooks things. Yeah, that a lot are, of Spanish type of food, Latin they, type of food. They, 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 they eat lot, fish yeah. head soup. Yeah, no, they don't. Yeah, they do. I've seen, I haven't tried that. That's no, I won't eat that. I won't eat fish soup. soup. Do they well, keep the eyes no, in it? All of it. The whole, the mouth, no. chop the head, throw, throw it, it in. in. I would try anything. I would try anything. I'm not you trying will. that. Anything. I told her if, oh. that, if that was in it, I'm not going to. I can't do it. You know what they have in Jewish delis in oh. New York? Cow tongue. Yeah, I've seen that before. In New York, I'd It looks so gross, but it's actually pretty disgusting. It looks exactly what you think Steve, you ain't nothing for that. Have you ever had gefilte fish? Gefilte fish is nasty. It's nasty. Nasty, but, but you have to eat it on Passover and Hanukkah. Gefilte fish is generally gross if you get it from the jar. It's really gross. I've only had jars. But there's what is one. It? I, you don't, I, don't even, I don't even. It's not real fish. I don't, my Jewish grandparents used to bring it on Passover. It's a thing you eat at some Jewish holidays. Okay. It's totally gross. Any Jewish person knows. I got a I got a gefilte gross. fish story when but, you're done. There's one place in New Jersey that kind of makes it not in a jar, and it actually tastes pretty good. Huh. So when we had Hanukkah one year, and we did some competition, and the loser had to eat gefilte fish with a giant thing of horseradish on it. Oh, yeah, Jewish people put horseradish, uh, horseradish on, on gefilte fish to hide the bad yeah, flavor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so pretty much. My my cousin lost, but she, my cousin Cassie, what up, Cassie? Uh, was like, I'm not doing this. And I was like, yeah, I'll do it, whatever. Yeah. I did it. Ugh, I had. A, I don't like horseradish. Yeah, it it it, it really messed me up for a few Affected days. Affected the digestive. Yeah, I can eat. And, and I can eat gross. anything. I flush it out pretty well. Like 
my body's a fine-tuned machine, but <laughs> you guys, no. No. Said, no. you guys had matzo ball soup. <laughs> I have yeah. tried that. That's I mean, the, I had to try like that. That's a living in New York. I, I didn't love it, but I yeah. didn't. There, it, it, I didn't have a strong was negative. Was it a homemade it. one, or was it like it from was from uh, it was from uh, Deli. Carnegie Deli? Yeah, the, oh, yeah. That, that, I'm not eating matzo ball. Which, by the way, I think I told you I never really got the. I, when I went to Carnegie Deli the first time, I'd heard so much about it. I'm like, really? This is. It? I like cats better. To me, cats is. I, everybody, yes. everybody yeah. in New York does. Don't say that, take but. me home to your grandmother. She will be offended. <laughs> I'm not eating that old lady. I'm sorry. Dude, yeah, you like, that's that's you the way eat I am soup, too, bro. You even know what it is? No. It's there's no fish. It's uh, all. No, it's not. not fish. Yeah, matzo, no fish. Matzo is like it's like a corn. It's pretty bland, really. Yeah, but it's chicken noodle soup with a matzo ball in it. No, no, it's like a dumpling soup, kind of. Like, no, I don't like regular. I don't like regular dough. I'm, 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 I'm basic, bro. He's got some weird eating. With all all due respect, G, and I mean this, you weigh 285, 295. You're 6'5". Yeah. How the hell did you get? Good Big. old fashioned meat Chicken, potatoes, bro. Meat, meat potatoes, potatoes yeah. ribs, uh, uh, steaks, ribeyes, bro. Right food. That's what I. That's me right there. I, no, I'm not. Listen, that, give me a good my, filet my, or my doctor, on a ribeye. My doctor, cardiologist, said your red meat is over out of control. I will say this: I, 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 I do bond with people over meals. My meals just be different from yours. Yeah. I'm not. I can't even. It's the thought process. I really don't even eat eggs. Like I'm like I don't, don't either. Don't I don't you, eat I was eggs. Like, I don't eat eggs. I'm, I'm not a cheese. Huge I eat fan. them mixed into it's like yeah. cake. But but it's but like I don't eat. That's I've a never that's had a like, ba- that's an embryo. I know, that's what I wow. say. I say, bro, that is a, the a, equivalent a, a, of you know what that is. That's an unfertilized egg. It's My an son will only the only eggs he will eat is on an AM Crunchwrap from Taco Bell. That's, that's, not, that's not even eggs. Yeah, I know. There are eggs on that's, there. Now, there. That's now, like, yeah, that's eggs. In Filipino yeah, culture, there is something called bulat. And what it is, it is a, a egg that has developed past the stages. Where All right. Got, now we've got it. I don't want to okay. hear about that. Yeah, shit, I definitely. Like, like there might it be. Has, like, it has is there legs. Is there vegan there? It, they, it, it's, it part, is. it's part chicken. It, it is. I love eggs. It is. It yeah, is. that. Okay, now All right, how you doing in your second show, brother? It's disgusting. Can you imagine a, a sunny side up egg with a little claw stop, sticking stop, out of it? Stop, stop, uh, Come on now. I'm going to throw up here. This is a dolphin porpoise. By the way, who said fillets are overrated? Well, I don't like fillets. In the grand scheme of steaks, you take a ribeye and a strip steak over fillet every day of the week. Uh, yeah, I agree. A good fillet with the right Bernays sauce. No, no, no t- take the sauce out. You got to take the sauce out. Yeah, okay, no, no, I, don't I can't do that. I, yeah, I, can't do that. I, I never eat sauce on steak. I like it. It's got to stand up on and its own right, merits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, now, you put good Bernays sauce on any steak, it's going to be delicious. Bone yeah, in My ribeye. problem with fillet, yeah, that's, I like that, any that's steak. The, the problem with fillet is yep. it's, more off, it's, it's more likely to get overcooked than other steaks. I that's think. true. Yeah, mine's got to be medium rare, no, medium that, rare that plus the outside. I like medium rare plus even rare. Yeah. And I need mean marbled yeah. fat all the way through. That's why I like a prime rib, too. I can like prime rib. It should be at more steakhouses. I know. You know what? I've decided now that we have to end the show because I'm starving. Yeah. Like yeah. all this real quick, by the way, me. one football note. How about this? I just forgot about this. You know, remember the Browns got a Mark Cooper for like nothing, right? Mm-hmm. Do you remember the trade? That, how about this? This helps the Steelers. The Steelers traded Chase Claypool yep. for a oh, second round no. pick. Lord. Which, which is the 32nd 30 pick because the Dolphins don't have a first round pick this year. Oh, wow. So, uh, hey, it, real quick. Do you know how many catches he had for the Bears this like year? Like 15. Four. You're very close. I'd yeah. say 10. I said 4. 14. Yeah. Yeah, he 14. didn't do nothing. He was they on my team. They gave up the 32nd pick in the draft, the Bears. Now, it's not going to matter for them because they're going to trade the first overall pick and get a ton for that. But the Steelers get two, essentially two first-round picks. They came out yeah. yesterday and said that they're fine at quarterback. Yeah. Just like I, eggs mean, at Taco Bell are real. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Are any of these guys a sure thing? I know there's a lot of – like, there's no – Joe Burrow, Trevor no. Lawrence. No, that, that, that's why they're going to trade. Yeah. That's, right. They're absolutely that's what, trade. If there was yeah. a guy that was like that, if Joe Burrow or Lawrence or Luck, you they him. would take him and trade. And you take fields. it too, because not only do you get you get him for two more years under contract. Right. Sure. And, and then you, you trade and Justin you get Fields. Get a lot from Fields. Yeah, exactly. got, we got to go home they and do, do research that. on this DeAndre Hopkins trade. Because we're talking about tomorrow. Yeah. That yeah. is in the show tomorrow, and I'll tell you. I will have He's not the right fit. Great. Okay. So we'll do DeAndre DeAndre Hopkins tomorrow. We're gonna do tomorrow little preview. We got enough time for a preview, Earl. Uh, we got a minute. Yeah, yeah we got about a yeah. minute tomorrow. And a half. We are going to have DJ Hazmat's video in overtime. There so was that a is, question, that but is confirmed. he got it in right under the wire. There okay, we go. Uh, tomorrow. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients 
and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Is Hopkins right fit or is Brandon Cook's a better option. It's a great question. Mm-hmm. How attractive is the Browns' defensive coordinator job compared to the other defensive coordinator jobs in the league? That's Flores a great, that's is a interviewing. Question. So we talked about Flores and Schwartz today. We're going to talk about Gerard Mayo and Sean Desai. Okay, very tomorrow. good. Yeah. And then we got Maurice and we got Joe Varden in. Talk little cats. Oh. Joe's awesome. That's a full show. That's a big show. show. Big, That's big a full show. What we're going to do now is end this show and we're going to immediately begin taping our overtime segment, which is the world premiere of DJ Hazmat's Last week of the regular season recap video, Steelers, Browns. If you got time to join up, join hit it. the join button, $4.99 a month. You'll get to see this exclusive video. That's in our in our overtime content. In the meantime, we're back tomorrow with, as McNugget said, a very full show. Earl, terrific job. In the great job. Pilot C. Great job, Well buddy. done. Have a great Wednesday. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.